Hi everyone, my name is Artem. You're listening to the new podcast series by KitCast called Let's Talk Digital Signage. Digital signage is not the only market hit by the pandemic, but it's one of those that will see a great transformation during and after the COVID-19. While there are positive signals on the market, more than ever do we need consolidation, transparency and support. For these reasons, we're launching a series of interviews with digital signage market players who will share their pains, gains and hopes for 2021-2022. And my today's guest is Bradley Chambers, blogger who covers enterprise technology at 9to5Mac. Hi, Bradley. Hey, welcome. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for taking part. What is your daily routine that helps you stay in great mood and maybe get inspired in these challenging times? Um, I mean, I think it's, it's, it, it, it's not, well, let me say this. It's not one specific thing. It is the routine. Um, I am like, uh, very much like rigid with like my routine. So like, I th think for me, there are a few things I like to start the day with. I get up early, um, and like to have my coffee waiting on me. I, um, uh, I do my like daily devotion in the Bible. I have a big, uh, big glass of water I like to drink and I like to get a, get a good workout in, whether that be, uh, a good run, uh, you know, lifting out with weights. I, you know, it's just like, it's kind of crossing off all the things I need to do to have an effective day. And, and I do, I, I do best when I can like kind of do those early. I don't, I like to get those things done. Um, and you know, one thing I actually just put into place, my wife and I were out to dinner this weekend and mm. we were really just talking about like just the amount of screens and like the average person's life. And, and we're like, he's like, this is not like, I, obviously I love technology. I'm very, I work technology. Like I love technology. I love what it brings. But I think like we, we need to like, the society whole would like do well to kind of like put it in check a little bit. Like I was at a baseball game yesterday and just like watching around seeing so many people just on their phones the entire time. And I even thought mm -hmm. like, why are you all even here? So yeah. one of the things that I've actually uh, putting into place and like, we were, we were talking about like what we need like more times without screens, like TV off, no phones and um, going, I, so I'm going back to physical books, like not, not Kindle, I'm talking like good old fashioned book. And it was great. Like, you know, here's a good example of why it's nice in the community. It builds. I went to a bookstore. I saw a book that I had uh, been recommended. I picked it up, took it to the counter, cash register, uh, attendant. She said, this book's fantastic. I just sent it. She said, you won't be able to put it down. <laughs> Those are not conversations you don't have when you're just buying something online. And, and I even thought like there is a, sometimes, yeah, buying stuff online, it's, it's easier, more efficient. Sometimes like it's about the people and like the, the relationships in the community. So, uh, yeah. So my new thing going forward to sum up the, the answer is fewer screens or try to have more, more time without screens. Yeah, it's true. Just you know, to, to get offline. Yeah. And notice, uh, some positive things that are always there. Yeah. And, um, talking about the positive things, um, which, um, changes uh, you might have noticed in digital signage that had mm, noticeable positive results in 2021 and that that uh, businesses should should take to 2022 well i think digital signage now one of the things i i think that's really changed with digital signage in the past 24 months is it's gotten a lot a lot easier to implement where it, it used to be a market where there was this high cost to entry, uh, not only in, in capital, but also in like expertise where 
when you go and, and you know, if you go to like a, uh, a sports, again, go back to sports savings, I was at a baseball game and you see these digital signage tools, they have, they're very, very advanced. Like, you know, the, the menus and all that, but gosh, some of them are so, so complicated to, to like where you almost have to be a programmer to even use them, mm-hmm. uh, to, to use them well. And I, and I think that's like the big trend I've seen is it's gotten easier to do, uh, for, for businesses of all size where you could be a very, very small independent coffee shop, very, very small independent bookstore, and you could have digital signage. Now, um, what are the benefits there to, to using digital signage as a small store? And, you know, I would argue that the small stores need, you know, smaller retail stores need digital signage even more than larger ones because things may change quickly and it may, and you may not be able to, uh, you know, adjust the messaging um, as easily as you could a big store. So like, you know, again, let's say you're, um, you know, local coffee shop. Well, let's say for example, you're out of a popular product. Cause you know, sometimes stuff this time, you know, right now in this environment, supplies can get tough. Well, you can quickly just pop, pop that thing off the, you pull that thing off the menu instead of having to, you know, put up a piece of tape, you know, currently out of stock, it's very you know, kind of rinky dink. Well, now you just update the menu. Uh, and yeah. it's instantly available. And then, so it's, it's again, we've really eliminated that barrier from a, a human cost, but then from a, from a capital perspective, what well, it, it's very inexpensive now to deploy digital signage. And you can use, uh, you know, Android devices. You can use uh, Apple, Apple TV is my favorite one where you can get a $150 Apple TV, get a digital signage app like KitCast, big fan of KitCast, been you know, used it for years. And you can have digital signage up and running with something very nice in a matter of almost like minutes. Uh, certainly within hours, you can have something nice. And there's lots of nice ways you can pull in different feeds. Again, the weather, um, uh, you can pull in photos from social media. And again, all this can be done like very, very little upfront costs. And, I, and a lot of people say, well, gosh, the Apple TV sounds expensive. So you want to say, have you seen what some of this stuff costs? Like you, some of these other big solutions, they may cost $15,000 to get up and get a store up and running. You're talking, you can get an Apple TV, one Apple TV with an HDMI switcher, uh, run, it, run an output. You could power three, two, three TVs off one Apple TV. I mean, it could not be a better time to be in digital signage or be wanting to do that because it's so easy now. Like it, yeah, it, it's, it's exactly. really, it, it's just gotten so, so simple. Uh, and so there's really not a reason that a business shouldn't be looking at it. Um, and, and then really one of the benefits of the Apple TV too. And I think of like a regional top retail store. So like to like a regional gas station, there's pl- plenty of those here uh, in my area. Well, using uh, Apple's TVOS mobile device management APIs, you can set up zero touch deployment on Apple TV. So what you can do, you can go to your Apple business executive, buy 10 Apple TVs, have them drop shipped, to the 10 gas stations, tell the person on site, like, Hey, just plug it up. Um, you know, plug it up and you know, get it, get it on Wi-Fi or plug it in ethernet. The Apple TV will auto configure itself. You can even configure KitCast to auto connect it. You can kind of go in there and through your MDM and, and do some configuration. There's some really nice APIs that KitCast can tie into and it just configures itself. And all this can be done like without having to touch, touch, you know, an IT person to go on site and touch each one. All you need is someone on site to just plug the Apple TV up and get it on the internet. Yeah. And um, the number of the screens that you connect is just limitless. So you can do it um, on the, on a, any scale that you like, any scale that you need. Well, no, that's, that's true because it, it again, because KitCast is 
you know, as a, as a cloud service and people say, like, oh, I, I want to pay for something monthly. It's like, no, no, you, you want to be paying this monthly because you don't want to have to ma maintain the system. Like yeah. you don't want a server at one store and all the other stores having to talk to it. Like you want this thing to be in the cloud because that's the cool thing. You can have stores across the entire country. You can go log into your KitCast dashboard um, and, and it's, you know, you get kind of even set back like any digital signage tool that has a cloud component like that's that is makes it so easy. You can, let's say, for example, you've got to change pricing quickly. Well, if you've got physical menus, the, the, the time and effort it costs to change physical prices on, a, on, a, on, a, on printed out signage, it is, it's, it's just countless hours and money of just wasted time. You need to update, you know, add, add a dollar to a food item. It's done in seconds with a digital signage tool, with a, especially with those with a cloud-based component. You don't have to worry about security. You just like it just becomes like you know part of your business. And um, I, I do love the the idea of having one place to build your your customer messaging around um, that you kind of don't have to fool with. If that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And um, you know what? Let's try to. Uh maybe um, say three tips um, for those who consider using digital signage for their businesses in this year and the next year as well. What would they be? First thing would be to stop, like stop putting so much on the, on a single screen. Like I, I see this with billboard, like, you know, especially digital billboards, mm -hmm. people will try, like, you know, if you see those big ones driving the interstate, like, that you see these like massive billboards with these massive amounts of text that no one can can possibly read driving 70 miles an hour. The same thing really applies to in-store digital signage as well. Don't try to say too much. Hone your messaging in. So if it's like some sort of marketing message, hone your messaging in. And so it's like if customers are going to remember one thing, make it the one thing they're going to remember. Uh, second tip. If you're going to use QR codes on your digital signage, which I think is a very valid thing to do, not you know, QR codes can, you know, we all have a love-hate relationship with them. Uh, like I hate yeah. going to the restaurant and they say, yeah. hey, scan for the QR code. Just give me a paper menu. But <laughs> they, there are aspects of like, you know, in store, it's like nice, like, you know, scan here to sign up for our customer loyalty program, scan here for X, like scan here for the, like, especially like a restaurant could be scan, scan this thing to view our nutrition information. Very good. Um, so if you're going to do that, so two things with the QR code, make that slide stay around a little bit longer. So if you're at your normal slide is around for five seconds, make, make that one be for 10 seconds because people, it may take people a second longer to get their phone out. Uh, second part of that one though, if you're going to send people to something, make sure it's optimized for mobile. To me, like the worst thing is when you go to scan something, again, if you're in the store, you're obviously scanning it with your phone. You scan something, it then tries to load up a 45 meg PDF that you can't hardly read. And you got to turn your yeah, phone sideways. You can't make it mobile optimized. You know, you don't need a 45 meg PDF here. Uh, a good example of what this drives me nuts, Dunkin' Donuts. I love Dunkin' Donuts. Uh -huh. um, inside their app, they have a button that says nutrition information when you're looking at a food item. It's like, oh, I'd love to see that. It sends you to a PDF that has all of their nutrition information for every product they sell and like you couldn't even like you have to like scroll in to find the item you're wanting then like scroll back out to say okay i want the carbohydrates since like there's no way to find what you're looking for on on your phone it's like just it's like clearly it was just like a checkbox somewhere 
link off to nutrition. Like, so build things with the understanding of like people are going to look at them on mobile. Um, third tip would be hire a graphic designer at some point. Like I think if you're getting started with digital signage, you can use pre-made templates. That's great. They work great. They're free. As your business expands, I would recommend maybe hiring somebody to like think through what you need to say, like in terms of like your messaging, your fonts, your color choices. Like it's fine to get started and not think about that. But like as you you know begin to standardize on, on, you know, things, things related to topography and imagery. Um, as you mentioned about the QR codes, there's another application f for using them is because of the uh, pandemic made us more touchless. So um, I think that that's one of the trends that might uh, continue in 2021. What other trends for digital signage do you see that will dominate? Uh, this year and next year as well. I think I think just I think just more of it. Um, I could see uh, more interactive things going forward. Um, I've seen that at, I've seen that at restaurants where um, they use their digital signage to play trivia games. I think you'll see kind of more of that um, in smaller in smaller verticals as well. You know, not that you got to entertain people, but like there's opportunities to use digital signage to again create that just create a better environment like uh, we were at a restaurant called dave and busters here in Chatt chattanooga where i'm from and they one of the things they use on on some of their tvs was they had a cool trivia game going and they had an interactive approach with uh, you could play along and it was pretty neat so i think there's just just that more interactivity um i think will definitely be an exciting trend i think you'll just continue to to see digital, you know, digital signage is going to stop being a term and it's just going to be signage and it's going to be all digital. And, and that's probably the big overarching term. Yeah. And uh, in terms of um, other industry, industries other than, uh, let's say, retail or food industry, do you see that there is a big shift in digital signage usage uh, to less using it or to transforming it into some other ways of uh, conveying the message? Well, and again, it, it, you know, one of the, you always think, oh, digital menus, but then I think you're even seeing things about like directional support, like getting people, you know, cause let's say you have uh, a meeting facility to where you normally would just, you know, print out, you know, Johnson group goes here, Smith group goes here. Well, I think all of that's, you know, kind of moving digital and you, you will even see digital even on a, on a micro scale. So it may be just a tablet that's, that's in a, a kiosk that just has arrows. But again, it's all about the ability to, build a consistent message so people know where they need to go. But in a way, you're not having to like print out paper every single time you need to make a change. And, and I think one of those things too, is you can use digital signage to automate changes. So you could update, you know, you could update all that signage you know, once for the week and it automatically shifts based on the time of day to whatever the current kind of trend is. You mentioned uh, the misconception about how complicated digital signage is and uh, how it's, it can be also expensive. What other misconceptions or possible myths have you encountered about digital signage that should be debunked? Well, I mean, again, biggest thing is it expensive. It requires IT professional. Um, you know, it'll, it'll get out of date quickly. Uh, I think that's one. And I think that one of the benefits of like building around a platform like Apple TV is that you know that 
hey, if I buy this Apple TV today, I know it's probably going to work for five mm-hmm. to six years. Apple's going to continue to update it. So it, it's it's you know you have this you have this investment you make up front, and then you can continue to enhance it with software over time. Because I mean, again, even the Apple TV that came out in 2015 is still plenty powerful enough to run your digital signage tool. And I think a lot of that comes from so much of it coming from the cloud that you're not having to process all this stuff you know on site. The intelligence is happening you know on the cloud side. We also hear about uh, a lot about how people don't usually trust cloud in terms of security. Uh, is that this kind of misconception that you also uh, encounter? I mean, you know, I think there's there's two schools of thought. There, there's people that want to do stuff on-prem and there's mm-hmm. people that want to do stuff in the cloud. Um, on-prem is actually harder to secure than the cloud. Uh, because in reality, everything is a cloud, whether it's your pri- mm-hmm. own private cloud or whether it's a public cloud. And by using a hosted platform, you're not having to worry about the security of it. You're basically paying another company to do that. And I, and I think that's an ideal trend. Uh, and, we, and you know, let's be real. We're all doing that now with so much. I mean, n- almost no one hosts their own email anymore. You're using Google exactly. Workspace. You're using Microsoft 365. I mean, you know, we're all using, you know, public clouds for so much now. It really, it makes sense to let the experts handle it. Uh, what are the mm, most exciting new applications for digital signage that you've witnessed uh, this year or possibly last year that really could bring a spark into the industry that excited you? Well, the ability to build kind of self-adapting tools. So, you know, you can envision a world of the future where your digital signage tool maybe connects to your room reservation system. Mm-hmm. So if you schedule a room, it automatically kicks off a series of connections you know, through APIs that automatically update your digital signage. Um, and so really just more of the more of the automation through through digital signage. You know, connecting your digital signage to you know additional things. And um, maybe do you have a message of uh, cheering for all the digital signage uh, devotees out there? Uh, just keep telling your stories. Keep doing cool stuff. Um, if you if you have a unique application, share it on social media. Start a blog. You know if you know you know if you have a success story where you know it made a customer impact, it, it, it assisted with something. Tell it, and, and I think that gives people different ideas. I mean, the great thing about digital signage, uh, you know, people in that industry, is you know you're not you know you're not competitors. So the the barbecue place in Orlando, Florida isn't trying to compete with the barbecue place in Dallas, Texas, but they can share expertise amongst digital, you know, digital science tools to say, Hey, this helped us. You know, we, we changed our menu to this and we started selling more of our high priced items. So here's a way you can tweak your digital signage menu. You know, just really telling those success stories. Thank you so much, Bradley. Um, my guest was Bradley Chambers, blogger at nine to five Mac. Thank you for this cheering message and for wonderful insights. Uh, It was a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you. Thank you.